me! The echo of Mickey's yell seems to bounce off the walls and back at him, mocking him in his panic. His heart beats even faster, pounding his ears. No one says anything like deer in the headlights. They're all frozen in place, panting, sweating. They wait for Mickey to give the all clear. The only company they have is the soft howls in the distance and the flies passing by. Lucia steps forward towards the tower. Mickey, what's wrong? She lets go of Flick's arm and takes a step forward. A twig snaps underneath her as she joins Mickey in the doorway. Looking inside, she sees nothing of real interest. Mickey looks at her, but doesn't say anything. His eyes are wide and look almost crazed. He opens his mouth, but no words come out. He makes a gesture into the dark hall, and she tries to look where his hand is pointing, but it seems to almost blend in with the darkness. The lack of light makes every noise more noticeable. Lucia finds herself so focused on the dark that she doesn't think to grab Mickey as he walks further inside the building. He calls out to Jamie again, this time quieter. Jamie? The rest of the gang approach the tower. Is anyone in there? Matt steps up behind Mickey, putting his hand on his shoulder, gently moving him aside so he can step forward. I don't think so. Hey, how about you two stay out here for a second? Matt puts a hand on Lucia's shoulder and startles her, making her spin around in fear. He tells her to go outside with Flick as she opens her mouth to protest, but she stops herself. Glancing at Mickey's state, she decides to let Matt take the lead. She joins Flick, who's uncharacteristically quiet. All right, Mickey, let's just go. Matt gets no response. He lets out a sigh, assuming he's being ignored. He hesitates only a second before walking further into the building after Mickey. He can't help but feel a bit nervous. Underneath him, the tile is cracked, and he can feel the bits and pieces under his shoe. He hesitates, taking a moment to shake away his nerves before calling out. Hey, Mickey. Hey. Everything good? Let's just go outside for a second. It's, it's too dark in here to see anything. I think Lucia still has her flashlight. No. No? Just hold on, okay? Give me a second to look around. Look for what? It's obvious that no one is here. Let, let's just bail. If we can make camp somewhere nearby, we can rest through the night and continue on in the morning. We can't. We have to keep looking here. There is nothing here. No supplies, no mysterious radio person, nothing. Stop thinking you control us, that you control me. We're supposed to be in it together, and all you do is order us around. I do not. You do. You act like I'm this tyrant leading over everyone, and then I... Because you might as well be. You say jump and expect us to say, oh, how high. Just hear someone else out for once. Mickey takes a deep breath as if trying to calm himself down. His hands are balled into fists, and he lets them drop to his side. Can you just please go away for once? You're always right there, breathing on my neck. It's suffocating. A look of hurt forms across Matt's face, but it drops quicker than it appeared. If you were to ask either of them what just happened, they'd deny it was an argument. They'd both shrug it off as a conversation that got a bit tense. They both pretend that they can't see each other breathing heavily, or their red faces. I'm just 
I'm just looking out for you, man. I know. And I don't need you to. I'm fine and everything is going to be okay. Eventually, at least. He turns away from Matt and focuses his attention back down the hall. His annoyance fades back into anxiety as his mind supplies him with horrible scenarios of what could have happened to Jamie. Matt doesn't say anything, but takes a step closer to stand alongside him. Wow! Look at all of that darkness! <gasps> really beautiful, just, just serene! Mag magnificent! God, I love being able to see absolutely nothing! Mickey elbows him, giving him a dirty look as he does. He takes a deep breath, swallowing his pride. Can you... Ask Lucia for the flashlight. <laughs> I knew you'd listen to me eventually. Got it! She seems to pop up out of nowhere, making the two guys jump. Matt instinctively pushes Mickey in front of him, using him as a human shield. Annoyed, Mickey pulls away from him. Were you listening the whole time? Before she can answer, Flick appears behind her. You guys talk loud. Mickey opens his mouth, but shuts it shaking his head and choosing to move on instead, feeling that they've already wasted enough time. Whatever. Uh, Lucia, do you still have that flashlight? Yeah, I have five. She grabs Flick and holds him in place, retrieving the flashlights from his bag. She quickly gives a flashlight to Mickey and another one for herself. Mickey takes a deep breath. Okay. I'm gonna be honest, from what I've seen, it doesn't look too great in there. Uh, I don't know if things got messy in there before Jamie or after, but... Keep your guard up. Jamie? Person he was talking to over the radio, remember? Oh, yeah. Sorry, Mickey. It's fine, Flick. Are you guys ready? They all nod, waiting for him to make the next move. They hear barking in the distance, and Matt nudges him. Are you ready? Of course I am. Mickey takes a deep breath before turning around, pointing the flashlight ahead of him. He hesitates for a moment, but steps in anyway. The group makes sure to keep together as they wander inside the abandoned tower, though it would be impossible for them to get lost even if they wanted to. They find nothing of interest apart from pieces of assorted furniture that's been broken. Mickey enters a room briefly, barely pointing his flashlight around before stepping out disappointed. He doesn't bother to tell Flick that there's nothing of interest in there, and just lets him enter. There's no one here. Maybe we need to look more down the hall? Hey guys. I don't know, there has to be at least something. Like, uh, uh, yeah. Like what? There's nothing here! Guys! What, Flick? Flick comes out of the room he's in, stepping over a broken glass. Look at the wall. Nothing was in there last I checked. Matt pushes past Mickey and follows Flick into the room, Lucia quickly following him. Mickey hesitates, but rushes in after them after he hears a gasp. He's almost blinded by the sudden light from all the flashlights. It takes him a minute to process what he's seeing. There on the wall was a large eye drawing, in the center of it being letters that read, Iris sees all. Underneath it, a camera sits broken on a table. Next to the camera is an old cassette player with a tape on it that reads, For Jamie's Radio Friend. Stepping over a broken radio set, Mickey approaches the tape. This looks really bad. No kidding. Big eye drawing, creepy messaging, this is gonna be fun. Lucia steps over the cassette player. It looks like this is for you, Mickey. I don't even want to know what's on that thing. 
Matt, maybe we're right. We should probably go make camp outside. I didn't come this far to get pulled off by a creepy eyeball drawing. Before anyone can protest, Flick hits the button on the cassette player. A strange, almost familiar voice comes out of it. <coughs> Iris sees all. Iris forgets nothing. You thought you could raid my territory, steal my equipment, and occupy my airwaves? You will think no longer. There is no escape. There is no salvation. Even if you leave, I will follow. Submit to me, or you will face the consequences of your actions. I will send a liaison soon. Be ready. As for your friend, I suggest you submit quickly. Iris will return. <laughs> <laughs>